I'm Jess. I'm Jem. We are the OQR. We're working mums in our 30s with a passion for empowering women. Come on a journey with us down the rabbit hole exploring all topics sex and sexuality. And join us for conversations with guests on an array of topics and O moments. Hey friend. Hey friend. Welcome back. Yeah. How's your week been? Good week. Coffee is my friend. Yeah, I feel coffee is everyone's friend these days. Doing a challenge at the gym and it's, um, my body is hurting. Yeah. Well done. Hurting and food and getting, you know, it's been a lot. Yep. But it's nearly over. That's good. It's good that you're getting into that kind of stuff and starting to do a bit of an overhaul and get back into, I don't know, better ways of being and things like that. So... Yeah, respecting my body. Yes, the body is a temple, as mm-hmm. I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are today with episode 12. Mm. We have a guest today, as we've been doing quite a few guests I lately. But I love the guest speaker one. We're just learning so much, so oh, we thought we so would good. continue with the guests. And um, I guess we're going to jump straight into it today. Yeah, why not? Let's just do it. Let's just jump straight in, because today we have the beautiful Tash joining us. Mm. Hello, Tash. Hello, lovely ladies. How are you? We're good. Great. Um, And Tash is late 20s, living up the city single life. Yeah. Which is just making us... Jelly. Totally. Mm. 100%. You can come join whenever you want. You know, just ditch the family for a bit. I might just mention, I have seen Tash's um, building and she's in the beautiful Queensland, but if... COVID did not affect like it did. I would have been visiting and just having a little sneaky weekend with you because your building looks amazing. The rooftop, oh, uh, chef's kiss. It's perfect. So good. So that beautiful. Amazing. So. And I, may I just say your background, because we're doing this via Zoom, people, her background is just like my, almost my vision board on freaking Pinterest. It's like all white, white bed street, white bed sheet, white wall. <laughs> Just a little plant in the corner. So nice. A white blind. Like everything's white. What you can't have when you have children. Yeah, it's out. And it, <laughs> it's like what I want. It's what I crave. I just wish I had. So. I'm planning a new house and everything's white mm. in the good, pictures. And good, good luck. Yeah, it's in the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the, the pictures. On my white. Pinterest boards, it's white. Until the designer comes around, she's going to be like, Jess, you're uh, an idiot. not happening. <laughs> So, but we chose, um, we invited Tash and Sorry to join us because she is, as I said, late 20s, living this city life, making us completely jealous of mm-hmm. the things that, you know, we're reminiscing on. And um, we thought she might have some input for us on what it's like doing the app life and yeah. being single and getting through from it all. From perspective, so. yeah, because I feel like so much has changed from when we were 20 to like now. Yeah. So... And, if, and a few episodes back, we also had um, James, the guest speaker, on, and he spoke about being the single guy single in the city. white male. Yeah, <laughs> and now I think it's time to get the girls' perspective. Yeah. So. The better side. Ah. <laughs> so let's talk all about it. So, Tash, as we said, you're in Queensland. Tell us what dating and app life is like in Queensland. Mm. It's interesting. I'm not going to lie. You've. There's some weird ones out there, but there's some really good ones that you just have to deep really far under the surface to find. Mm. I've been on every single app 
you know, Tinder, Bumble, um, Hinge. And now I'm on some LGBTQ plus apps called uh, Her and Tammy, which is just open you up to a whole different spectrum because everyone's different and you've got to try and find love anywhere under that surface. Oh, nice. But I've been on quite a few dates. And how how has um, dating during COVID been then? Um, I didn't go on too many. Um, I just sort of focused on myself. Uh, I tried to, but because you can't actually plan something with someone, everything dwindles quite quickly. Yeah, okay. Um, so I think I only went on about two dates during actual COVID. Yeah. I have one next week, actually, which mm-hmm. is fun. And... But you, you mentioned yeah, it's been the, pretty good. You you mentioned the LGBTQ plus apps. Yeah. What's um, what had something? Is this new to you, or is this something that you've been thinking about doing for a while, testing the waters? It's not new to you. Give us a bit of a story yeah. on that. So since I was I don't know fifteen, sixteen, I knew I was bisexual and into men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, I've been exploring that more, probably due to COVID. Actually, you know, having more time to think with yourself, and I've started to realise that I'm pansexual, which is um, the title for it, where it's pretty much hearts over parts. You know, love is love. It doesn't matter what gender they are, what yeah. sexuality they are. You're open to it all, and. Regardless so that, of gender so this or what date that coming up is my first date with someone from that community, so which is interesting. Okay. How? But I'm very green to this. So yeah. Green as in I don't know mm-hmm. anything about this. So when you say pansexual and you're going on a date, do you know the actual sex of the person you're going on a date with, or it's almost like a blind date where you're getting to know each other from a conversation point and then you see each other for the first time effectively on the date? Like how does it? No, so on these apps, especially um, these apps, her, it has like your your um, identity or your title that you put down, Bio what you audience. identify as. Oh, okay, yep. Um, yeah, so mine says pansexual, and the person I'm going on a date with is a female to male transgender man. Right, so okay. So I already know exactly, you know, who they are and what they are, yeah. but it's just and like any other date really yeah 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 that's awesome and then how did you um as you said you spent some time with yourself getting to know what was the defining thing to make you establish that you know what i am pansexual it was getting onto these apps that actually helped me realize it because i know i had the questions inside my head but i haven't really met anyone within you know with pansexuality it's different from just um, man and woman it's now digging deeper under the surface so that's when I started to talk to more people I started to realize you know I really don't care as to what sort of body parts you have yep. you know it's about who's on the inside beautiful yeah. and the, the person you're going on a date with are they also pansexual or are they just trans uh, not just but considering themselves as transgender or you know do you, do you have to both be pansexual to go on a pansexual date I guess um uh, he identifies as queer, which is just the very broad spectrum for the community, and which is what I pretty much identify myself as as well. It's just sometimes you have to explain it further for people to understand. Yeah, no, I'm glad you did. Um, so thank you, because 
that's... Yeah, because sometimes people just have no idea and I've had to explain it to so many of my friends, yeah. which they've all been accepting and accommodating of, but yeah. you just have to start the conversation. Yeah, hence the Ochoa, because we want to understand, yes. you know, lots of different things and remove the taboo and the shame and not understanding the different things. And that's why um, pretty much every guest that we speak to, we say, please excuse if we don't understand something or we don't already know it, because that's the purpose of this podcast. And, yep. You know, having this community to learn and engage with each other to, you know, to yeah. move forward. I guess the the... the primary original objective when we first started this was we wanted to go on a journey for ourselves to broaden our horizons and understanding of everything mm. and then we're like hey if you want to come along for the ride jump aboard like anyone's welcome kind of thing so yeah yeah we're definitely like explain anything go down that rabbit hole whatever whatever and we're just going to ask a whole bunch of questions um, in the process I guess when because it sounds like you understand the different titles so would you mind taking us through some of the different titles that there are in communities at the moment so you've mentioned pansexual what are some others out there that we may not know about so we can start from the basics like going through LGBTQ plus yep. which we've got lesbian mm-hmm. gay bi which is you know both genders uh, T for transgender whether that's male to female or female to male. And uh, then we've got uh, Q for queer, which is just those like myself who don't want to be put to like one certain term, just want to be identified as whole. Yeah. Because you understand that there's something different about yourself, but, you know, you don't have to always explain it to people. Yeah. And then we've got going through pansexual, which is, you know, parts, not parts. And then there's another one which I've only been recently introduced to, which is omnisexual, which is where it's pansexual, but it's also you're there for the parts as well. You know, that's a part of it, which I've only recently learnt about that one. And then I guess there's also asexual. Yep, asexual. Where you're just, you're there as a relationship and not as... For the sex though is that mm-hmm. is that that one so. yeah, yeah you don't have that sexual drive or that sexual intimacy as much it's more for that person and who they are that emotional connection and then one that's really big in the community at the moment which is a bit harder for people to understand um is non-binary which is where you go by they them pronouns because you identify as either male or female so if you and i, and I know that's not what you're you're not going as non-binary I don't believe but if there was someone um going naming themselves as non-binary and they went to go on a date do they just say non-binary is on the apps like is that how they're yeah it'll say non-binary or what a lot of people have done now within like millennials and the gen z generation is start to put their pronouns on their profiles just to be more you know respectful of others and just to help people out to identify them yeah which is like he him uh she her or they them Um, sometimes people do go by like he or they depending on like what type of day it is for them they could identify as a male that day or they may not identify as anything that day okay Wow, sorry, I just had to do a quick Google of how many sexualities there are. I found wow. one that indicates there's 46 different sexualities at the moment. Yeah. I was not aware of that. 
That's crazy. That's so many to, to learn about. If you just click on that one, the joy of the internet, hey? <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's four I don't six. even know them all. There's way yeah. too many. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hang yeah. on, here we go. Allosexual, allosexism. Um, Andro. Androsexual, asexual, aromantic, autosexual, autoromantic, bicurious, bisexual, biromantic, so closeted, coming out, demisexual. Yeah, there's so many. It goes so in alphabetical many. order. Just, there's just so What's many. What's the very last one? Very out bottom. of curiosity. What comes in a Z? Oh, oh, the bottom one's just straight. <laughs> oh, that's a boo. What's the one boring. above it, though? Spectrosexual, oh, a sorry. term that describes people who are sexually romantic or romantically attracted to multiple or varied sexes, genders, and gender identities, but not necessarily all of them. But that sounds Ooh. similar to what Tash has just explained pan as. What does pan come up as? I don't think they're even like I like even acknowledging the sexual sexuality or anything like that. And this one's just saying that. Oh, I like. Yeah, it's really tricky because some are so similar, but there's like yeah. one tiny thing that's different and yeah. that person wants to be able to have a, a title or a label for it to be able to identify themselves. And I feel so like it's just created keep for growing. That. It'll probably just keep growing and growing and there'd be, there'll mm-hmm. be so many soon, but, which is great that people are, are finding their own unique thing and, yeah. and able to, um, I guess, for their own... Um, just being able to place some sort of label to on it. To feel like yeah. they're in a, that they fit somewhere. Yeah, because once you kind of, yeah. I know people say, don't place labels, don't place labels. But one good thing that does come out of being able to place a label on something is that other people like can place that similar label <laughs> and you can form like a community kind of thing Yeah. based on yeah. what we have identified ourselves as being. So, yeah, yeah no, that's really cool. And is there a lot of different apps available for people in the LGBTQ plus community? Not really. So you've got the the filtering options on like your regular apps like Tinder and Bubble where you can put like what like sex you're after. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really designed for that, um, which is why they've introduced other ones. Like you've got Grinder for the gay men. Um, we've got her for um, more of the gay women or bisexual women or anything within that. Um, and then also this new one called Tammy, which I played with it for a little bit, but you had to pay for it. So I was like, nah, we'll, we'll see that one out. Um, but that was more for like a big LGBTQ plus community as a whole for everyone within it. Um, so that's good for them if they feel like they don't, they aren't having much else. success on the other apps. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to ask, you mentioned um, a while ago, you first came out saying that, um, you identified as being bisexual was that through high school or was that after high school or that was in high school yeah I was about yeah. 15 or 16 you know going to high school parties and hooking up with anyone and everyone you know yeah. and then as I got older um, I dated a few here and there but I've never been in a re- full-on relationship with a woman what was it like your experience in high school coming out openly and saying I am I identify as being bisexual? I never did that. I oh, never okay. came out openly as bisexual in high school. You know, it's just something under the wraps for myself. Yeah. Um, and no one really questioned it. 
you know, people were pretty cool about it in high school. You know, you try to find yourself, yeah. which is yeah. good. I feel like high school, we've had this conversation already on a previous app, but high school's where you are trying to sort of find yourself and test mm-hmm. things out. And then as you do mm-hmm. grow up into, you know, your early 20s, you decide what's for you and what's not for you. Mm-hmm. And then um, you heading towards more late 20s now have feel comfortable on settling on a title for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Do, do you feel like that as well or...? Yeah, which it just got to a point where I was just like, I need to have an exact title for who I am and what I am and I want to tell everyone because I've never had that I want to tell everyone, but recently I did. And it's not like um, for them, it was just more for me, you know. I just want to be able to present myself as this person, especially Mm -hmm. on social media. I want to be able to post whatever I want and not have... Mm-hmm. anything happened because of that you know any bad messages or anything is there or was there anyone in your life that you were concerned about um by releasing it i guess by allowing mm. yourself to let that information out to share it publicly was there anyone who you were worried or that you felt was holding you back from doing that no it was more myself just holding me back yeah um yeah i am a little bit worried about like the older generation within my family just because you know they've been raised on different times different things it was a different society for them so it does take quite a bit for them to adjust to something like this yeah but you can't get mad at them you just have to educate them yeah yeah i think i think once they understand you know the point of view as they may not necessarily agree with it but they they don't have to agree with it i think that's something you know i love that you come from a place of love just then like whilst these people this collective older generation can judge you your first response is i can't get angry at them i just have to educate and to take the time to want to educate someone obviously has to come from a place of of love otherwise you just wouldn't give a shit so i just i just want to say i love hearing that that's your response rather going you know these people and coming from a place of hate yeah it's um yeah it's awesome i love that very nice. My grandparents have always been very, very loving. So you've got to give that back to them, you know. That's why, like, you can't get mad at them. You just have to educate them. And over time, you know, they may not accept it fully, but they, they'll accept you for who you are if they do love you. Yeah, which is the most important thing. That's all anyone really wants is to... Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, what was I going to say next? <laughs> <laughs> say, all right... Now that you've gone through the process of having um, sort of found uh, who you identify as, uh, are there any, say we've got someone who's even listening to this podcast who also are kind of thinking, oh, maybe I do identify as A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Are there any tips or anything like that or any supportive encouragement or advice you can provide to someone who might be going through a similar experience and still in that process? Honestly, you wouldn't want to see my Google search history. Like, <laughs> I've been Googling everything, just trying to, you know, open myself up more to it, understand it more, educate myself. Um, you know, honestly, even porn. Porn helps so much to open yourself up to it more, which is great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just put yourself out there once you feel comfortable enough to because once you actually do it 
it's just all the barriers break down. Yep. Yeah. And now that you've broken down the barriers as you're sort of getting to, how are you feeling emotionally in yourself and I guess um, confidence and yeah, self confidence kind of because yeah. you've allowed yourself to accept it and go with it? I've even found like my wardrobe changing a little bit since fully accepting it. You know, there's some days that I want to dress more girly and feminine and there's some days I want to dress more masculine and I've been opening myself up more to the masculine side, which I never did before. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of changes come with it, especially, and emotional changes. You know, I've been on a ride of emotions going through all of this. Some days are good, some days are bad, but, you know, you just have to remember that it gets better on the other side. Yeah, and I like the, I love that you feel that out, like, um, sort of like waking up and going like, because a lot of people, it sounds like you're, you're sort of tapping into both your feminine and your masculine energy, which everyone has, both males and females have. Some people might just lean more so into um, your masculine side, but it's not so much, like I feel like this is a whole nother topic in itself, the whole feminine versus masculine energy, because for example, um, the feminine energy is more the sort of laying back, letting life come as, as it is and being very relaxed out space and masculine energy is more so taking control and just, you know, having a freaking 25 point to do list and just smashing through it and like getting the kids to school and doing this and doing this and getting everything yeah. delivered and on time and all that. Like that's masculine energy. But some, I feel a lot of us don't tap into and just what do I feeling today? You know, what do I feel like mm-hmm. is coming through the most? And I'm going to connect with that more so through how I feel like dressing today. Yeah. And just, yeah, just sometimes it takes me quite that. a while to figure out what I am going to wear today. Cause I yep. look at all my options. I'm like, mm, do I feel like um, letting more skin show today and being yeah. more girly? Or do I feel like covering up a bit more and just like taking charge of the day? Uh, so you, know, you wouldn't want to be my partner who has to wait on me in the morning when I'm getting ready because you know, it sucks for you. But um, but it really does help through that process. Yeah, that's, so that's really great. cool. I love that. I love that whole energy thing. Um, I've recently just came back from like a re- women's rewilding retreat that Jess here and my husband sent me away to, which was lovely. And what I realized was um, just how much of that kind of masculine energy I'd been tapping into and the very like structure and getting things done and make sure I get up at a certain day so that I could smash out all this stuff and just planning ahead and I found oh, I was also like sort of wearing a lot of shirts and shorts and pants and things like that as well yeah and just this this um, retreat I went to just pretty much just made me just whoa slow down and tap into a bit more of that feminine energy whatever happens today happens um and yeah you know pretty much stop trying to take control over that and i just i felt so good being able to tap into that kind of stuff and that energy and so definitely something i think i'm going to try and do more so is tap into more of that feminine energy side of me um as opposed to just the constant masculine side but um but I would love to be able to take forever in picking outfits out that I don't have that luxury with kids or we'd all yeah. be late for school and the school would probably Sometimes be you just need you. to take a step back and just 
listen to your body and what it wants and stop listening to all the voices in the head yes we need to ignore the voices sometimes and just go with the flow stop overthinking things yeah we let the ego Mm -hmm. take control i think a little bit too much and yeah your head sort of takes control of the time which is fine but I think sometimes we need to share it between also the heart and everything else, all the other parts of your body, and yeah, definitely listen. I had a really long oat milk, no, just an oat bath the other day, and as hard as it was to first just sit there and do nothing in the bath, um, and just allow myself the time to just do nothing pretty much, like it was really hard at first, but then about five minutes in, with a bit of breathing and all that kind of stuff, I eventually went nut this is where I need to be right now and this is where I'm going to stay and just just sort of try and switch off. It's nice that you can do that. I can't even read a book without feeling like I'm wasting time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what was running through same. my head. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I used to love reading all the time. Like I was obsessed with it. And I don't think I've read a book in like two years because I've just been so focused on myself and life and where I'm going and what I'm doing that I haven't actually t- taken a step back and just chill out. I need to go on a wellness retreat and just, it just ditch everything yeah, for a bit. And it forces you, because you can't go anywhere or do anything, usually in the bush <laughs> somewhere, at least I was. So you're kind of like, all right, well, you know, let's let's actually take this on and partake in this. And yeah, it's such a different experience. But And even like when I was helping your husband to look at that, I was reading it going, yeah, this sounds great. And I thought this would probably drive me crazy because I'm so... Um, you know, I am the person who has to plan things and I, I want to, you know, run stuff. I feel like I'd be there, I'd be locked in, I'd be like, shit, what do I do now? <laughs> Where's the phone reception? <laughs> yeah, fully. I'd be like, what's happening at home? There's been a couple of times over the last 12 months or so that I have had some time away for myself, but I still had my work laptop, I was still logged in doing things. Um, you know, we'll, yeah, I just... <laughs> Switching off for me is watching an episode of a show, and even then, the kids are still running up. Going, yeah, mom, mom. the mental stimulation is still sort of like happening with the TV yeah. and the kids in the background and all that kind of stuff. And oh, for sure. And just, I think, I think what you raised Tash about the switch off, like that you mm. don't get to do it, and you're in your late twenties and single, mm. no kids, like if that's what it's like now for people in their twenties that they actually can't switch off. And we have so much access to things now. I worry for the younger generations how bad it's going to get, like our kids. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had that beautiful period of the internet not existing, really. So, and then social, even when it came on, (laughs) when it came on, then social media was just like, that was still way down the track. Like, we just like dial up and you could only find shitty little pictures here and there. And, but, yeah, we kind of, I feel almost like we were lucky enough that yep. we just weren't exposed to that. And I can't even imagine that you guys have grown up in a world where you, it was switched off as It's such. the internet. It was just there. It's always been there and it's never well, my not six-year-old says to me, I really want this friend on Messenger and I really want to talk to this friend. And, Mum, can I call this person? Like... And this is six-year-olds ringing their friends yeah. and seven-year-olds, you know, and they're 10 and eight and they've got phones and they're ringing each other, which I'm not anti them calling each other. I, I you know, that just makes the home phone free up. That's just the day we're living in. Um, mm. You know, when I was 10, I would be on the phone to my best friend and wake up in the middle of the night and be like, 
oh, I've fallen asleep. And she'd be like, I'm still here. <laughs> and she was. And her and I were chatting the other day about that, like how our girls now talk, and but they don't talk on the phone like we did. They're FaceTiming. Yeah. You know, they're calling through so different. FaceTiming and doing dances together on FaceTime. And, <laughs> you know, and I said to her, whereas we would fall asleep on the phone. Okay, I would fall asleep because she's a bit older. So she would always be awake. And um, she'd be talking along and just chatting to herself. And I'd be like, I'm back. She's like, yeah, yeah. I said, this now, if that was to happen with our girls, you could see if the other one had fallen asleep. Like, because you'd just do it all yeah. through the video. We like great they've fallen asleep i've got shit to do i've got 30 other items on my to-do list that i need to go tick off yeah off i go <laughs> yeah so you know it's interesting how and i think bringing it right back to even when we were younger there was literally two or three terms for sexuality that were known and yeah. now we're having conversations in 2021 in regards to pansexual asexual yeah. and the 46 other sexual terms yeah. where people have been able to actually you know feel like they have found this this place yeah which is great yeah and i feel like in my 20s i didn't know anyone who owned a toy like in my 20s or anything like that no and if I, we did I it heard. wasn't spoken about yeah no yeah I think that's such a shame thing it was a shame thing if you yeah. had a toy you wouldn't I don't know, you can probably see it on my bedside table over there. There's like a little pink one. Oh I yeah. Don't know if you can see it, but <laughs> and, the, and that's but, you know now they are. People just reclaim it. Reclaim your sex life. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We were talking to someone a few weeks ago about um, we were actually talking about different products that we would be able to pass on and we're talking about drink bottles and different things. Um, with our marketing team and mm. they actually suggested we do some um some towels for the bedroom and we went what and this person's a bit younger than us and they said yeah you know how you'd have your pile of sex towels and we're like pile of sex towels <laughs> um, what are you talking about pile of sex towels i'm like isn't it just grab the t-shirt off the floor or whatever you can reach for like what am i doing what are you talking about a pile like a you know, and she's like, like you know, told us about her drawer, her lovely bedside table drawer. She pulls it out, like, it's all folded up, and then it has, you know, toy one, toy two, toy probably a bit of lube. They're all positioned nice. I was like, yeah, you don't have kids. I feel like she's been watching the home edit and has yeah, had and has like her. the cutlery. Yeah. Isn't that like amazing? <laughs> the cutlery. The cutlery drawer. What is it? The, where they like the dividers, dividers for all their toys. <laughs> yeah. She's gone to Ikea. I'm just like, yes, that's the set that I want for my sex toys. So good. Maybe that's something we should release is like the The sex toy drawer drawer organizer. organizer. That could be one of our kits. And the kit fills up the whole drawer. Yeah. Let us know if you're interested in your sex toy drawer kit. So that that pink thing that's behind you, is that your, like, what's the extent of your collection? collection? I don't have that many. Um, I used to a while back because um, um, I have been uh, open to the world of BDSM. Ooh. So a while back I used to have a, quite a large set of anything from like ropes, whips, handcuffs, blindfolds, all of that. Um, but then there was a period where uh, I was like on a dry spell for like six months and I was like, I don't need this, I don't need this, see you later. <laughs> Do you so I've just been like trying to build you, it up a bit more. Do you regret that you got rid of things? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do. Definitely. Because there's sometimes where you're like in the moment, you're just like, yep. that would be perfect right now. Yeah. 
That's why they yeah, say you should I, never make massive decisions based on a temporary emotion. Or have your friends like Gemma come <clears> over and help you clean out your wardrobe and throw out all your shoes, and then you go to go out and yeah. you go, I got no shoes. Yeah, throw out. Gemma, where shoes. are my shoes? <laughs> oh yeah, they. You needed to update them. Yeah, but I got to go out today and I've got nothing to wear. Barefoot. So. Barefoot and beautiful, you can just run around like free spirited. <laughs> Opera House doesn't appreciate that. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. So, well, at least we are, um, we are, we have launched our products on our new yes. website. Yeah, there you so go. If you want to, you'll be able to upgrade. have a look what's going on you there. <laughs> and, update, yeah. and let us know what we're missing from our collection so mm. that we can build it up to ensure yep. that everyone is covered because, um, we're picking the things that we think yeah. will, you know, satisfy the market. But I think after the last few interviews, we're missing quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, ropes and handcuffs and things like that. Yeah. I think are becoming the norm now. Yeah, I think I they think, are. I think from Us, what we've like, been learning. It's not so much. Yeah, I feel like it's if you ask, there's a good chance there's something there. But mm. we're not all mm-hmm. asking. Um, people don't want to talk about still, things yeah too we're still kind of like oh we shouldn't really talk about that sort of thing um but it's it's like it's occurring everyone's doing it but no one's talking yeah. about it so yeah i i love talking about sex like <laughs> i'll come back from like a, a booty call off tinder and i like tell my housemate or my friends about that like mm, okay we don't need that much detail <laughs> i'm like give me I all the detail share why i think it's great Oh, because I love hearing if there's any, like, you know, tips or tricks. Like, oh, what did you use? Let me write the name down of that dude. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Mm. So, Mm. I love it. Talk to us and call us anytime. How do I, what do I, (laughs) what do I do to fit all the inches in my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, you need to go from this angle. (laughs) We had that conversation with a friend and she told us how to get more in. What did we? What was that? What was the what was the outcome? What did they have to do? It was like how do we deep throat really well? Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, 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 I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got told to mix one up is angles. Laying back on the bed. This is exactly so the one we were talking about. Yes. Oh, okay, maybe you were the friend that told me that. Yeah, then remember, remember Chris's comment back on that? My husband just absolutely destroyed, destroyed her. Destroyed me in the moment. And, and said, I was Well, shut I don't down. I'm flying high and he just shot me down. She's like, Yeah, you've got to try this angle. And I go, Oh, okay. And then he's like, She doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know. It was something like, along oh, those lines. Shut me down. I was just like, oh. He was very drunk. So oh, yeah. that's fine. Oh, yeah. You don't get any more. There you go. That's it. I'm not trying it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she did. Mm. <laughs> so, awesome. Well, thank. Oh, we we might wrap this up because I feel like we could take it on so many different paths, and we yeah. would love to hear how your pansexual date goes. Yeah. With your. So he's can. Cons- Considering himself transgender, mm. Woman queer, transitioning he, to male, he is transgender. He transitioned five years ago. Yep. Um, so the journey for him, from what I know, is that um, being um, lesbian up until about uh, 25, 26, and then at that point started to realise that they were actually identifying themselves as male. That's how they saw themselves, and yep. then started the transition five years ago. Um, and he just identifies as queer just because, yeah. you know, love is love. 
Yeah. yeah, awesome. Well, as I said, we would love to hear how that work, yeah. works out for you and, um, you know, how the adventure sort of goes because you're, I guess, learning at the same time um, as yeah. doing it. And it's really hard because you don't want to ask too many invasive questions. Oh, we know that. What is that this conversation? With, um, it's so hard. That's why I've been trying to educate myself so much. But, yeah. you know, you don't want to be like, have you done this? Have you done this? What do you like about this? And it's just a tip. From, you have to wait until you've actually gone on a date with them. A tip from an interview that we've done recently mm. is communication. So this is our, our pre-date tip for you is communicate. Don't yeah. put boundaries up for yourself. Yeah. Start to, you know, let them know if what you, you have want. a question, just ask generally it. ask. And if they're offended, say, you know, you just apologize. Look, I'm, I'm just trying to understand it. Yeah. Sorry if I ask a question that's very that you don't, uh, offensive you know. to you. Um, please let me know and I won't ask it again. But just be honest, be yourself, yeah. be open. Communicate. Communicate, 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 was three, it? That yep. was the three communicates. <laughs> yep. And try it three times. And try anything three times before you make judgment, apparently. That was another tip from one of our podcasts <laughs> too. So It's just, yeah, it's so hard to really connect with a person through messages because you don't know if you're getting their true self Mm -hmm. because trust me i've been on such bad tinder Mm. episodes where i've connected so well through messages and then when i'm with them i'm like nah get me out of here yeah and i've had to call my cousin at one point to come rescue me (laughs) (laughs) no i'm a very face-to-face person as well i uh, yeah I'm just like, for instance, I don't remember names or anything like that, but I can remember really a face. Names. I'm so I can bad. remember a face from like six years ago or something like that. And yeah, so I'm a very yeah, visual, visual person. Yeah. So. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse I'm just her. choking. Thank you so much for spending. We love choking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for spending. That's what happens when you don't lay on your back. <laughs> For spending some time with us today and good luck for your date as i said we do want to hear a follow-up so yep. please um send us at least a message and let us know how it goes yeah and um yeah we can get on the community because if people want to follow you and see where it ends up yeah <clears throat> you can get all the love and support from the ochua community <laughs> so yes, awesome just follow follow me along for the ride i don't know what you'll you'll find but you know it'll be interesting <laughs> educational for all yeah all right and i guess if you liked what um we were talking about today please give us a review we hope you enjoyed today's episode um if there's anything else that you're looking for contact us if there's a particular subject you want us to explore or interview someone about let us know if you want to come on if you feel like you've got something you need to share yeah um that needs to be shared with the world by all means let us know or even that we may be um presenting and you disagreed with like and we have a conversation piece with a couple of different people maybe that's something we can do like a round table talk sort of thing and absolutely yeah we are open to all options so have a great week everybody thanks again to tash for joining us today yep and we will thank you for having me oh anytime okay and we will be back in the next few weeks yep thanks guys Bye. bye